32 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful way. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and this is a special episode. We recorded this at the Apple Michigan Avenue store. Well, we're not supposed to call it a store because uh, Apple told us they now call it by the name of the store itself. So in Chicago, we were at the Michigan Avenue location. Uh, the Suburban Chicago Apple Users, the uh, group I'm president of, we had a great three-hour session with Apple, and uh, we were able to uh, have some great people. And I had a great guest, uh, Mr. Mike Potter, the the master planner of Mac Stock and from for Mac Guys Only. A couple notes of this episode. It was recorded outside, so you're going to hear some outside noises, and some of the sounds may not be so great. I tried to do the best I could to make sure that the sound was sounding okay. And I did identify this as the wrong episode number, so be sure you remember this is episode 32. So with that, relax, sit back, and take a listen to some of the great uh, things we talked about at the Apple Store or the Apple Michigan Avenue location in Chicago, uh, and enjoy. Welcome to episode 31 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that gets us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful ways. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and we have a special guest here, as well as a special uh, place we are, where I am uh, recording this live from the Apple Michigan Avenue uh, location. Uh, we just had a session at the, uh, from Suburban Chicago Apple users, uh, talked about iOS 12 and a lot of other great iOS things. But my guest today is from the podcast for Mac Eyes Only, Mr. Mike Potter. How are you doing, Mike? Hey, Dave. How are you? Doing great. I and, don't think uh, I've ever been on your show before. No, this is your fir- very first time. Wow. And, uh, we are. Uh, he is also the uh, the coordinator, the the master planner of MacStock, which we master were, planner. We just uh, just just <laughs> got back from that, and we talked about that in the last episode. Uh, and uh, yes, I, I, this was a great thing. And I, I just remembered. I think this is episode thirty-two. Because <laughs> you I can fix that. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it at post. I was watching the island party boat go by out there. Did you mention where we're? Yeah, at? we are sitting right outside the Apple Store, Apple Michigan Avenue location, and we're, we're it's which is on the riverfront. We have boats going by, and uh, so you're going to be hearing some beeps and horns and people walking by. But uh, I think it's great. Uh, it was a great, uh, a great session today. Uh, we had uh, folks from Apple bring us into their their boardroom, and uh, it was about a three-hour session. We talked about Mojave. We talked about iOS 12, and uh, talked about Apple ID. Uh, that was a that was probably one of the more in-depth. Uh, discussions of all, of all of what we talked about today and uh i think uh if anything uh ios 12 was pretty exciting didn't you think as far as uh, some of the new features that are gonna be coming soon oh my gosh i am so excited so 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 excited yeah about notifications being rolled up into one yeah that was always a nuisance and that's one of the big things ios 12 is going to do is it's going to stack them so it'll stack them in one place you don't have to see all those notifications keep popping up drives you crazy so uh so we uh a lot, lot of great features that were in there, uh, as well as the Apple ID. I, uh, I actually put out the, the discussion relates to having, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, uh, that uh, uh, having multiple Apple IDs was, 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 was needed at the time because it was impossible to keep your contacts and information separate. So uh, we, we went through some of that as well. So we're not going to go too deep into that. But uh, a lot of great stuff today. We're really, we're really excited. But uh, what I wanted to talk about is because... Uh, you know, 
Mike's been a big Mac and Apple user for quite a long time, probably longer than me, uh, since I got into the game a little late, but I'm catching up here. So, uh, But uh, you did not have an iPhone for a long time. You were an Android user, were you not? I, I was, yes. I, I did have an iPad. You had an iPad, yeah, right. I, I did have an iPad, but I did not have an iPhone. And about a year ago, we're just approaching the one-year anniversary, I, I switched... I talked about this on my show, but I switched yeah. to the iPhone. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess it's coming up on a year. I just wanted to touch with you a little bit with this because uh, now you're a year into back to the iPhone because you know, yeah, using the iPod Pad is great, but you don't use it as often because you know your phone is your daily driver. That's the device you're always using. So, are, are you missing the Android? I guess would be my first question. Uh, in some ways, I am actually. There's there's a lot of things about Android that I miss that. Yeah. Uh, it does seem like Apple is either listening to what's going on in the other community. Uh, I, I won't say copying because they are doing it differently, but they're listening to what people like about the alternative uh, operating system, uh -huh. and they're adapting it in their own way. And one of those things is what we just mentioned is notifications. The, the thing that drove me, drives me yeah, yeah. crazy on the, on the iPhone is notifications and being able to manage them and how many email notifications run down my screen and, and you know slogging through them all. And that's something I never really had to deal with on Android because it rolls them up. It rolls them up into a single spot. And uh, the, the thing about them is once you get that initial ding, that initial notification that you got an email, you don't get any more dings. You don't get any more noise that there's additional emails. Right. And I'll get up in the morning, and you know all the sales emails come in in the morning. Oh, yeah. That's when they come in. And I'll I'll go down and I'll check my, my it's an iPhone 8 Plus, by the way. Uh, I'll check my iPhone 4 messages, and I'll see yeah. them, and okay, great. And I walk away, and I hear a ding. Okay, probably, probably sales, but, you know, it could be a client. I don't know. So yeah. I go look, and while I'm sitting there, ding. Ding, ding. Why like, so keep it mute? Stop. Stop sending me these dings. Stop sending me these notifications. And that's something that iOS 12 is promising to yeah. bring us. Not only will it roll up these notifications, but it, uh, from what I saw today, yeah. and I, I wasn't aware of this, you're going to be able to set it up so that you can say, just notify me that first time, and then don't let right. me know again until I clear this off. Right. And, and, you know, I, I say start fresh. Now, the one thing I didn't know, and maybe you know this, yeah. and maybe it's something you can't talk about, but when I have a, a rolled-up batch of notifications, can I swipe them all away at once? Well, you can now. You have to tap and hold the button. You can't swipe them all away at once. You have, and, and if you look at your new notifications, there is no button to tap and hold. Yeah. Okay. So what I mean is, you know, if I have... If I have six or eight email notifications, I can go one, two, three, four, and I can swipe them away one at a time. iOS used to have an X at the top of the newest ones, but that went away. So now what I'm wondering is, if I get this batch of rolled up notifications for email, can I swipe away all of them at once? Much like I can swipe away one. And well, that's the question I, I, I want to I'm doing it now. Like here, this is Twitter. This is, I also have uh, uh, my Apple Pay notifications. Um, if I tap and hold this uh, uh, the, the X button there, it's going to bring the, uh, the the button up says clear all notifications. That's earlier today though. Those are earlier today notifications. Right. 
Like, I don't have any current ones right now. I just have the earlier today ones. Oh, no, and, of you, course, there's you, an X. You can tap and but hold if that. You, if you look at the current ones, see, I don't have any current notifications. But you still, the button's right there. You actually can tap right, and right. hold that. But the current ones are would appear above this. Right. I don't have any current ones to show you. Yeah, here. See, see mine says earlier today. Like earlier yours. today. Now, send me, send me a new email. Well, send it to my... Or well, send me a tweet or well, something. Well, actually, this is Twitter. I mean, because if I tap and hold this, and I push clear all notifications. Right. So now all my, notif all my older notifications wait are till gone. You get, wait till you get new notifications, and you'll see there's not an X there. Of oh, the new ones. Oh, of the I new see ones. Oh, I see. There's you. no okay. X for the new ones. Okay, I, now so I understand. So for the new ones, I have to swipe them away one at a you're, time. You're right. So hope I know I'm right. I know, no, I know I'm just were. easy. I know <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I know, and I, and I think that was, uh, yeah. I and that, I but that used to be there. That did used to be there, and Apple took it away for some reason. Yeah. So what I'm hoping is that with these rolled up notifications in iOS 12, yeah. that I can swipe away the entire roll all at once. Yeah. Now the other thing I'd like to see, and I don't think this is ever ever going to happen, and this is something that kind of annoys me about iOS, uh, uh, just in general, mm -hmm. is the inability to change your notification sounds for anything but what Apple allows you to change them for. Yeah, so in other words, I, think so. I can't change the notification sound for TweetBot. Okay. It is just what it is. And so all my notifications are that same sound. The ding. And I'd like to change it so I have a little, you know, bird tweeting sound on my, my, my Twitter alerts or sure. something like that. And I'm unable to do that. Now, Eric has told me, Eric is uh, one of my co-hosts from For Mac yep. Guys Only. You're, you're another one. As well as I am. But uh, Eric has told me that it's up to the individual developer, that the individual developer has to That's say, right. I'm going to allow you to change this. But then I heard that they, they can set their sound, but you can't necessarily change it. Right. So that's something that I, I do miss terribly from Android is the ability to change notification sounds because I'd like to be able to know yeah. that sound is a tweet, that sounds an email, and that one's a voicemail. And right now they all sound the same to me. And you haven't been able to go into the actual sounds that it's specific to the, to the app? Not for, not for TweetBot, not for Google Voice, not so for... So it's, 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 it's the app. We have, a, we have another tour boat going by here. There's our tour boat. Lots of lots of uh, people on their boat today too. Wow, Fantastic. it's an absolutely gorgeous day today. So you, you can imagine what the, all the people are out here uh, uh, enjoying it. And uh, oh yeah, how could you not enjoy being next to the Apple Michigan Avenue location here? And uh, we're purposely saying that because you can't call it store anymore. We were told that you, today. Yeah, you, we it's, were told it's not you an Apple store. store. It's <laughs> Apple Michigan Avenue, Apple Woodfield. Uh, so you, you have to say that that way. So, but. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. They, they really have. They really need to do a little better job as far as fixing the notifications uh, issue because uh, it, it can be a bit of a challenge. So, so I'm super uh, excited for iOS 12 because yeah, I, me that, too. that one feature alone, I think, is going to make it worth the upgrade. Now, uh, not now, to mention things like the extra speed and stuff like that. Now, now a good example is uh, we were uh, uh, we were talking about Mojave uh, as well during the, se the session today, but of course that's not iOS, but. The dark mode is the big thing, the big topic with that that new OS. Oh, as far Mojave, as back, yeah. For Mojave. Sure. But I wanted to know, is there going to be a dark mode for iOS 12? But there are some apps that do allow you to do that. Like the Twitter, the native Twitter app right. does allow you to set it to dark mode. 
I've so, not heard anything about an OS wide. Yeah, other other iOS uh, other than accessibility going in and changing it. Uh, as far as view goes, I didn't see anything else mentioned. I didn't I didn't hear anything else mentioned about that. So yeah, so I didn't either. Hard, hard to say as far as where that goes. Um, the other topic that was talked about was workflow. Have you used Have you messed with workflow at all? The app itself, or only a very little bit. I think yeah. I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm waiting for iOS 12 to be officially released because I, I really want to see what the third-party developers do with it in yeah. terms of integrating with Siri. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to be... Okay, let me just start with this. Overall, I'm getting used to iOS. Yeah, good. I, I'm, I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to its little, uh, you know, idiosyncrasies and things like that. Yep. But there's some things I just can't get past. And... and uh, uh, the inability to uh, organize my apps the way I want them organized is one of those things. Um, but also the inability to set certain apps as a default. And that's something I would really love to see Apple do. I know why they don't do it, or I understand the logic behind not allowing that sort of yeah. uh, thing to happen. Uh, I do not accept their, it's a security thing, excuse. <laughs> But I, I, I mean, they vet the apps, right? They yeah. say they vet every app that comes through the app store. So True. how can it be a security thing? But anyway, um, there are certain things I just can't, I have ne I've been unable to get past. But I'm a little excited about this Siri integration because I'm wondering what a developer like Google might do with that in terms of their Google Assistant. Mm -hmm. Now, what's going to happen when they have that ability to for me to set up a workflow yeah. that I just say, and I, I know I can do this to a certain extent, but you know, hey, hey Siri, I really want to use Google Assistant, not right. you, because I think I just heard it go off. Too. I just heard, yeah. See, and <laughs> this, this is just another. You shouldn't say that. Uh, the, the, it, hey, hey, lady. But it only answers to me, right? I mean, the, Stephen in our meeting, Stephen yeah. was the gentleman from. He's from Woodfield. He right? works at Apple Woodfield. Yeah. Apple Woodfield. Uh, he was saying Siri the whole time, but I, really what it is is it's uh, just don't use the voices. word "hey" with it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what might happen with that. Now I know I can launch it, but my experience is it doesn't launch super reliably. So I'd like to kind of see what they can do with that integration and maybe make it uh, much quicker for me to get. Um, more accurate answers to my queries than I get when yeah. I just ask Siri directly. Okay. Um, but the reason I brought up workflow is because uh, they are integrating a new thing called Siri shortcuts and shortcuts. And you look at it, and I can just tell you what it looks like. It's, it's out in, uh, somewhat public beta. Um, it looks just like the workflow app. So you can you can automate things. That's what the biggest thing of what workflow does. Which is what you, I was, yeah. Yeah, what you were just saying. and. To, to want to be able to automate a lot of that stuff, I mean, how great is that going to be to be able to have Siri do that? So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really uh, uh, some exciting things that are coming up uh, with iOS 12. Um, and again, we don't know when it's going to get released yet. I, I'm pretty sure usually the way in, in, in Apple's track record, it's always usually in the fall. September. Um, so, yeah, September, October, usually, yeah. hopefully September. Uh, but uh, no, it was great to us to be able to review that. I mean, Stephen, the, the, the creative pro from Apple Woodfield, just basically went through all the information that's out on the website, but it's good to have that interaction and understanding of what iOS 12 is all about. I was curious about that. I mean, I know this is a little diversion from your your normal topic. That's right. But when it came to showing off Mojave, he was saying, "Well, I can't, I can't show this to you, but it's in public beta." Yeah. 
So, I mean, why not show the public beta that everyone can get any? That's what I'm thinking. Employees maybe not are supposed to even be. Maybe, maybe they're, they're they don't probably want running a different build. Every, uh, Apple's always different. Is different when it comes to the employees or what they can and can't say or what they can do. And like he made the comment to say that uh, that they know everything we know. So you know they find out about things right at the same time we find out about it. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty fascinating. So no, yeah, Apple's a fascinating company. The one <laughs> one trillion dollar <laughs> business. That's a great now. way to say it. It's Apple's a fascinating, a fascinating, very fascinating company. business. Yes. So, um, but uh, anything else that you work with as far as uh, iOS that uh, that you find uh, intriguing? You know, it's funny because I got an email from David Sparks. Yes. You know, Max Sparks. We met him at the Max Talk. Yeah, and he was first time I met him in person was at Max Talk a couple weeks ago. And he was wondering if I wanted to submit a home screen. You know, he does this thing, right, home right, screens. Right. And then he, cool. he does little profiles of people and things like that. And I guess because of Max Talk, he wanted right. to see if I wanted to submit a home screen. I said, David, you know, I'm really boring. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really don't deviate much from what's built into it. And yeah. I even think I never thought about that. You know, I, I have all the Apple stuff. I literally throw into a folder called Apple Stuff. I have an Apple folder. And then I have another one that's the, and I still use these old terms. I have one called Apple iWork slash iLife. Yeah. And then I have another folder called Extras. So like all the little right. things that I don't, I really don't need to use on a, a regular basis go into Extras. Right. And then Apple Stuff is where photos go and things like that. But in terms of my home screen, I, I'm looking at it right now as we're talking, and it's... Gmail and Google Maps and Google Calendar. No, keep on. The wind is blowing. I'm trying to, I'm oh, you're the blocking. I, I, I try to block like, the wind. Stop saying Google. Oh, oh no, I don't care about Google. Uh, no, sorry, <laughs> and then I, I just distracted you. And but then I have my Google News. Pardon and the I wind. have Google <laughs> Assistant. And you know, this is part of that transition from Android over. Yeah, yeah. But quite honestly, I do not like the calendar app that comes with iOS. It's, it's, I agree. It's, it's not great. Hor- it's horrible. And I talked about that during MacStock. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean I, I, my, my topic about the Apple Watch when trying to say, can it make you productive? Can it be a productive device? And of the, of the three primary apps I talked about, the uh, the calendar is probably by far the worst of the yeah. ones that being, be, being able to, not only with the watch, but I agree with you, the calendar on the on on the iPhone is not the greatest. Reminders and notes are great. No, yeah, I, those I, were I great. Have no problem with those. I use those. I have Google Calendar on here, but it turns out I actually don't use it much anymore. I'm using Fantastical. Yeah, I think I need to convert to Fantastical. I, I I I dabbled in it, but I'm starting to find more and more people are saying that that's a great application. It, it's a great app on iOS. It, I, on the Mac, the whole reason I want it on the Mac is because I want the menu bar calendar. Right. I don't use. I don't use Fantastical the calendar. I use Fantastical the menu bar app, and then I use the Apple calendar for okay. everything else. Uh, but the Google calendar, the one thing I always liked about it is if I have a, a barber appointment or if I have a, a lunch appointment or something like that, Google put these cute little pictures in there that say yeah. this is a lunch and it's got a little plate and fork and knife and all that stuff. And I always yeah, thought yeah. that was cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastical doesn't do that, but I, I do use Fantastical more now. And uh, everything else is just the, the the normal stuff, you know, Google Hangouts and. Uh, but you Apple's. create folders, right, on your on your on your homepage? I have one folder on my homepage, and it's Apple stuff. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight. Yeah, everything nine. else is. I folder I, up a lot of stuff. I try to put 
different types of apps that are related onto different home screens. Okay. So like one home screen has my banking and my um, movie streaming and, and music streaming and things like that. Another one is only games. Another one is, um, yeah. oh, I lied because now I got streaming on this other one too. But like TV related stuff. So YouTube and Hulu and Food Network and sure. TV Guide, those are all together. And then I have my driving and travel ones together. So like iExit and Mile IQ and Lyft and Amtrak, those are all together. Yep. Um, I do have a folder called Fast Food. <laughs> and ironically, inside there is not my Starbucks app. Uh, but inside there are the McDonald's and the Coca-Cola Freestyle is awesome. If you've never done is that, it? if you've never used the app to build your own drink, and then scan the barcode on the machine and have that drink come out for you. Nice. That's Oh, really it's one cool. of those machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to go to one of those machines. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I try to organize things on my home screen. So, that, did, so did you submit your homepage to, to David? I did not. I you did should. not. And I told him at MaxDoc that he's he's got to remind me. He's got to send me a ping and say, hey, Mike, I want that home screen. But I, I've not done it yet, no. I will say, you know, in terms of, uh, okay, so enough harping about what I don't like because these are things you just can't do anything about. You sure. either accept it or you don't accept it. But I do, I love messages. I think messages is just a fantastic yeah. messaging I talked about that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love the ability to send uh, the, the, the GIFs and Google Maps and to send, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what I'm watching on YouTube and things like that just in a message. And uh, ironically, the one person I can't do that with is my wife, <laughs> because she's still on her she's Android, on Android phone, but right? her, her phone is near death. So I think what we're going to do is probably go ahead and get her an iPhone as well. She's going to be okay uh, with that? Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but she's, she's used to doing things a certain way, and it's going to definitely be a transition for her. It was a transition for my daughter. And it was definitely a transition for me. Sure. But I, I jumped into the fire with both feet. I mean, you know I got this phone just like a week or so before I took that trip to Seattle. Right. And I cut myself off from everything else. So I had to, I had to jump into the flames and yeah. I had to learn how to make these things work for me. And I think that's really, if you're going to switch from Android to iOS or iOS to Android or yep. Windows to Mac or Mac to Windows, yep. you really have to jump into the fire with both feet and not give yourself that crutch of being able to fall back on the other one. And I think that's, uh, switching back to Mac here real that's, quick, that's, right. that's one of the things that I always tell people who are switching to the Mac is do not use boot camp. Do not use yeah. boot camp. Use something like, you know, There's virtual... Parallels is my favorite. Yeah, VMware or Parallels. I use VMware. It's my favorite. But use something like that because it forces you to launch Windows as an app itself. Right. And then you can minimize it, get out of the way, and not say, well, I'm booted into Windows, so I'll just fire up Outlook. No, you're going to be using Apple Mail. You're going to be using Calendar. You know, you're going to be using the native apps on your Mac and then that one thing in Windows that you're running in a virtual machine. And right. I think that's really the best way to do it. And that's how I treated switching over to iOS is just jump in with both feet and just accept it. But yeah, I love messages and I'll, I, I'll have to say, I love the Apple Watch, which falls yeah. into that whole... And you just got that recently too, right? I got it at the same time as the... Okay, the so you've had it for a year as well. 
I've had it for a year as well. So it's just after the, this is the Series 3. It's the right, uh, the Nike Plus edition. Oh, you did get the Nike. I, I have that band. I just didn't get the Nike Plus. It was Plus. the same price. So I'm okay. like, well, why would I not get that one? Sure. <laughs> so I got the uh, Nike Plus edition, and I love the watch. I did have an Android watch before. I had the Moto 360, and it was, it was pretty good for what it was, but this really takes things to the next level. If you, and if you're going to have a wearable, you're either going to have an Apple Watch or you're going to have a Fitbit. And I think right. those are really the That's only the two, two things. viable options. Two Don't look at the Samsung junk. Oh, Don't look at any gosh. of that stuff. Look at an Apple Watch or look at a Fitbit. And those are really going to be the only two that are mature enough right. to, to do what most people want to do with this. But I just love it. Me and too. I started using the workout mode more. Uh, I, I've not I've not used the watch for Apple Pay yet, but I love the watch so much that at this point I can't give up iOS. I have to keep iOS because yep. <laughs> there's no way to use it with with an Android phone. No, I agree with you. You know what? Kind of weird. I know it's kind of a silly thing to think about, but I I, I mean I think most of us use the calculator pretty <laughs> pretty often. I do. And, yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I'm bringing down the menu here. Of course, the iPhone X is different than the iPhone 8 Plus. Right. And I would go get to it. I'm like, why am I not creating myself a shortcut for the calculator? I, I put it in. No, I have it in there. It's in there now. But why, I mean, I'm, I, I actually decided to put the calculator on my home page. See, that's the thing. I don't even know what this is called. What is this called? Uh, the, 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 I forget the menu that you Notification center? Notification no, that's menu. A, or, whatever that uh, is. This, yeah. Where you swipe up from the bottom I, or swipe down from the top. I'll remember. You know, it's, it's, it's been a long morning. So that's, that's uh, why I access but yeah, the but I, but I, I would, would normally access it there, but I said, you know what? I'm using this cuff here so often. Why don't I just put put it on my home my home page? So I, I decided to just make room. I put it on my home page, but I the way I organize it, I have a lot of I have a lot of folders, uh, probably more than you do, uh, but I I actually created a folder called Apple Apps. So I and that includes uh, I probably I'm thinking about now maybe I should separate out the Apple Store and the uh, and the uh, and the Apple Support app as its own. Or even include that with the apps in iTunes. So that's what's cool about iOS. You can organize these apps any way you want, um, and it makes it really super easy. You just easy. can't put them anywhere you want. You just can't. Uh, in the folders, you can. Um, no. I, I mean, I have everything in folders. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, you, what you can't even you can't even say, look, I want this app down in the bottom right hand corner. Oh no, no, yeah, I know. You're, that's Android. <laughs> yeah, I know, and that drives me crazy because I was so yeah. used to where I had my apps, right. and now every time I add an app to a screen, everything gets all reorganized. Yeah, yeah. And I, just, I yeah. So that's one of the things that annoys me about. So, I have literally five folders. That's it. That's all. Well, I have. <laughs> you can just imagine. I think the last I checked, I probably have about 250 apps on this phone. Yeah, see, like I said, I'm boring. I, I, I Very, very simple. And I, I always weigh very heavily if I'm going to install a new app. Uh, last night, I installed Sky Safari. Oh, okay. uh, I oh, had my. Night Sky before. And I actually own a copy of Sky Safari, okay. the basic one. I, I bought it quite a long time ago, probably on the iPad, and it's right. been upgraded all this time. And uh, they just announced a new AR mode. Nice. And it's really cool. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to go ahead and put that on. Now I have to debate, am I going to keep Night Sky or am I going to keep Sky Safari? And the truth is, I'm going to keep Night Sky because Night Sky's Apple Watch app right. is much, much better than Sky Safari. Sky Safari just shows you the current planets and their position and all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't show you the sky yep. like Night Sky's Apple Watch app is. I have 238 apps on my phone right now. 
How'd you do that count so quickly? You go into uh, settings about. Oh, right, right. Okay. So, well, uh, unless you got any other items you want to talk about, I think we can make this a short and sweet uh, uh, episode this time because uh, 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 I think we had a lot to, to, to cover today. And uh, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up before, we, before I wrap this up? No, I don't. I don't think I did. I'm, I am pretty excited for iOS 12. Me too. I, uh, there's a lot of neat stuff. I think the um, the speed ups is going to help a lot of folks. There's there's a Performance, lot of people out right. I know who I are that. on older older devices. Uh, I'm only on the eight because that you know I, I was debating. Sure. You know this debate. We talked about it on my show. Right. Uh, what what do I get? Do I get that iPhone seven? Uh, a refurb, or do I get the eight, or what do I keeps do? Keeps beeping at you. I, I know. And for for the, the it was a, a decent cost difference, but for the cost difference, I felt based on the longevity of the device, I'm going to get the eight. Okay. And yeah. you know that was really the death knell for Android for me. It wasn't it had nothing to do with the operating system. I love the Android operating system as shipped by Google. I do not love the Android operating system as shipped by Samsung or by some of these others, but as shipped by Google on the Pixel or on the Nexus phones, it's, yep. it's really, really good. And the new one, Android Pie, that just came out is, yep. is equally good. But um, the, the death knell for Android, for me, was the fact that Google will only support hardware devices with software upgrades for a maximum of 24 months. Right. I'm like, what the heck? So I, if I'm going to spend $1,000 on a phone, which the Pixel 2 XL would have cost me, or I'm going to spend $1,000 on an iPhone, and the iPhone's going to give me five years of life, and the, the Pixel's going to give me 18 months, at, you know, 18, 24 months, why on earth would I do that? Yeah, because... I mean, Look, look up, we talked about it today during our sessions. The 5S is still being supported. It's still, still being supported. That's, that's a four or five-year-old device. Yeah. So why, why on earth? It, you know, it's up to me then if I say after two years I'm going to take that $1,000 investment and hand the phone off to someone else or right. whatever. But after two years with, with the Pixel 2, I'd be handing off a phone that can't be upgraded any, anymore. Yeah. And that's just not right. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. In fact, uh, we just talked about this in the last episode about the the, the market share and you know only 12 percent adoption for for I, for the Android versus 81 percent of iOS 11. So in terms of upgrades, in terms of upgrades, yeah, but right, the problem is they, no one can upgrade because most of the time it's delegated by the carrier and the device, and it takes a year after it comes out before they'll even even think about doing the upgrade. Yeah, so. if you're gonna buy Android, you have to buy a Pixel. Or, or previously a Nexus. That's the yeah. only way to ensure yeah. the Pixel owners are already getting pie. Yep. It's all, the day it got released. I've already seen it. We'll talk after upgrades. the show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, in terms of any other brand Android phone, forget it. Uh, yep. Unless you want something that you're going to throw away after 12 months or yep. 18 months. I agree. Just don't bother. All right, let's uh, wrap this up. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to wrap it up on a good note. That was a great discussion. I appreciate uh, you coming on to the show here. Um, and that will just uh, give us our wrap up here. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope you are more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher, and show your friends how to find us on the Apple Podcasts app, at the Google Play Store, on Stitcher, and we're also on Spotify. Uh, we look forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. And I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Mike, where, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me at formacguysonly.com. You can find yes. me on Twitter at formacguysonly, 
or on Twitter at MacStockExpo. Yes, and Mac. Oh, and one thing we'll mention: uh, we did mention. I did mention it last episode. I'll mention it again. MacStock 2019 is. Oh be my gosh, we got the date set for that. July 27th and 28th 27th of 2019. 7th and 28th. Yes, yeah, that weekend. It's the fourth and, weekend and, of July. And the uh, the the topic is going to be create. Create. Yes, this year was productivity, and next year's topic is create. Yeah, and we'll have another conversation about what that means. Absolutely. On a future episode. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and stay subscribed.